When I was little, I had a record with a song on it about a goat. Bill Grogan's goat, in fact. That goat ate everything. Shirts off the clothesline, probably the cliche tin can, too. The goat got into a lot of trouble, and Bill tied his goat to the railroad track. Dark, I know. But I found it amusing, this battle between Bill and his goat. I feel his pain sometimes. Anyway, being clever, the goat escaped his impending fate using the shirt he had eaten. Goats. Here we are on the accidental farm where the goats are part of what I like to call the Big Five. Between the three of them and the two donkeys, the farm is legit. I don't think that six chickens make a farm, but once you have the Big Five, you are in. They, the donkeys, and the goats are the ones who sort of begged this podcast to happen. So, here we are every Monday through Friday telling tales about the farm for five minutes a pop. And the lessons that the farm slings, the wisdom that comes from working with animals, from jerry-rigging all kinds of solutions to myriad problems, that comes through here too. If you get it, and I think you do because you're still here at episode 90, thank you. I would love it. When you're done listening today, if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a meaty review, you would be a hero to me and to the big five. My goats are fat. They have free run of the pasture with no limitations. That's what I blame their heft on. Mama is round, but leaner in her old age. Henry is the middle one, and Echo is a load. She is also the fluffiest, but that can no longer be an excuse for her girth. They also get a bit of sweet grain to bookend their days, and more in the winters. Did you know that having food in their tummies when it's cold out actually helps keep them warm? Between that and their cushy beds of shavings and straw, they are plenty cozy. Occasionally, I bring treats to the barn. Carrots sliced into orange coins and small triangles of apples, all cut up into little pieces so I can make the rounds. The donkeys gobble every morsel and wiggle their noses towards the smell coming from my pocket, looking for more. Mama Goat tips her head back, opening her mouth to show me where I can put her snack, lolling her tongue around awkwardly. Echo takes a snack occasionally, and Henry sniffs the apple to see if it's the kind she likes. Yes, they are picky. If you drop an apple piece on the ground, they will not touch it. Even if you wipe it clean, even if you wash it off, to them, it is tainted. They wouldn't deign to eat something that hit the ground. When they eat breakfast from their outdoor feeder, they get grain in the bottom and hay in the top. Any hay that falls from their mouths to the ground becomes bedding for the chickens. The goats won't eat it. My friend and neighbor Carl says he's never seen such picky animals, let alone goats, They're supposed to eat anything, aren't they, he asks. (laughs) I think so, but not these goats. By comparison, the donkeys eat anything. When I'm cleaning the goat stall, Murphy hangs out behind the gator to pick scraps of hay from the soiled bedding. Ugh, I try to shoo him away, but he's determined to sneak a bite while I shovel. I don't know about other goats, but these three are picky. They like their food nice and clean, no debris, and they like to smell it first to make sure it's to their liking. 
Every animal on the accidental farm has some peculiar behavior. And for the goats, it's this. They are no goats of Bill Grogan's. Clever, yes, but they would never eat a red shirt off the clothesline or go near a tin can. Cheers to clean snacks from the accidental farm. Goats are so weird, I swear. But they are faithful, and they will be back here with you next week as we head into the home stretch to 100 episodes. As a special challenge, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts to write a review and to give the podcast some serious stars. This is the best way for folks like you to find our fat but picky goats. Thank you so much. XO.